I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright. This week, our topic is vitality. And today we will continue our book study, Living Untethered by Michael Singer. I guess I should explain why I was doing solo episodes yesterday. Was solo episode also is because David and I are in the road, so I kind of uh, pre-recorded some of the episodes so we wouldn't get caught with our pants down on the road. Ah, no, we'll leave it there. And so we wanted to make sure that I got all the the recordings in and everything else, you guys, because I didn't want to do throwbacks as we're really starting to advance the messaging as we are continuing our focus these next 10 weeks on the 10 archetypes and using each archetype as a topic. And this week, the archetype was the vitality purpose and the topic was uh, vitality. Next week, we're going to talk on the inspire purpose and the topic for the week will be inspire. So that'll be a lot of fun. And David, as you all know, is an inspire purpose. So he should be bringing a lot of energy to uh, next week's podcast. And that is his viewpoint of really being an inspire purpose and someone who has shifted into stage four development, self-authored mind, able to live that purpose on a regular basis and what it took and what it feels to be connected to it and be disconnected. So, but for this week, we did the vitality purpose. And today I am continuing the book study, Living Untethered by Michael Singer. We're on chapter four. It's called the Three Ring Circus. I'm in here. I'm conscious. And what am I conscious of is that it's not always so nice in here. The honest statement is a wonderful launching pad for continuing our exploration of self and the power of acceptance. What is it you experience that sometimes make it nice inside and sometimes makes it very difficult? There are only three things you experience in there, so let's take a look at them. First, you experience the outside world coming in through your senses. There's a whole world out there, and what's in front of you comes in through your eyes, ears, nose, and senses of taste and touch. When it comes in, it's either a pleasant experience or an unpleasant experience, or a just passing through experience. Thus, the outside world is one of the things you deal with that has a profound effect on your inner state. As overwhelming as the outside world can be, it's not all you experience inside. You also have thoughts in there. You hear the thoughts saying, I don't know if I like this. I don't even know. I don't even understand why she did it. Or perhaps, wow, I'd like to have a car like that. I would go for a long weekend rides in the country. If you're asked, who is saying all this inside your head, you'll probably say it's you, but it is not you. Those are thoughts, and you are the one who is noticing the thoughts. Thoughts are just another thing you notice in there. You notice the world coming in from the outside. You notice the thoughts are generated inside. Where do thoughts come from? We're going to discuss that at length later, but for right now, understand that thoughts and the outside world are two of the thing, three things you experience inside. The third thing you experience is your feelings or emotions. 
There are feelings that come up suddenly like fear. Your mind can say, I feel scared. But if you didn't actually feel scared, the impact would be much less. It's the fact that you actually experience the emotion of fear that causes the problem. Some feelings are pleasant. I felt love. I felt more than love. I have ever felt before. You like that feeling. Other feelings are unpleasant. I'm feeling fear, embarrassment, and guilt coming up all at the same time. You don't like that, do you? We've already come a long way in our exploration of self. We've proven you're in there, and the strongest proof is you know that you're in there. This is your seat of awareness. Anytime you get lost, just stand in front of the mirror and say, hi, are you in there? Wave at yourself and realize, yep, I see somebody waving. Who am I that I see that? This is a way to the center, back to your seat of awareness. While you stand there, notice what else you're aware of. Notice your surroundings coming in through your senses, your thoughts passing through your mind, and any emotion that arise in your heart, creating feelings of comfort or discomfort within. These three inner experiences are the arena in which your consciousness plays the game of life on planet Earth. Bottom line, you don't stand a chance in there. The constant barrage of these three experiences is like a three-ring circus going on inside all the time. The effect is so overwhelming, it's like a conspiracy against you. The outside world has a major influence on your thoughts, and your thoughts and emotions will generally line up. It's very rare that your mind will be saying, I don't like this, and your heart will be feeling tremendous love. Let's say Fred passes by and your mind says, I don't want to see Fred. I'm not comfortable seeing him after the argument we had last time. You will start to feel fear. You were doing fine until an event came in from the outside, took over your thoughts, generated difficult emotions. You get sucked into the overwhelming experience. Now, I'm going to pause for one second for everybody. That's a conflict. See, a, when a conflict comes in, it's caused when the outside world, the outer environment, is out of alignment to what is the inner inner world. And so what he's saying here is you're feeling fine until you see Fred. Fred upset your inner world because you had an argument with him. You had a conflict with him that wasn't brought to resolution. So now the conflict reactivates. And this is what Michael Singer is talking about. When you have a conflict, it activates in the head and you feel it in the body. And so he continues. Now, if you're asked, what is it like living in there? You would probably say, it's pretty intense. I get lost a lot and struggle to be okay. It's not all that much fun, is it? Buddha said, all of life is suffering. He wasn't being negative. All of life is suffering. If you're rich, poor, sick, healthy, young or old, it doesn't matter. There certainly are times when you're not suffering, but the vast majority of what's going on is you're just trying to be okay. That's what it is. That's what it boils down to. You will at some point realize that all you have done your entire life is tried to be okay. That's why you cried when you were little. You weren't okay in there. That's why you wanted a certain toy. You thought it would make you okay. That's why you wanted to marry this special person. That's why you wanted to go to Europe or Hawaii for vacation. You get the point where you realize, you get to the point where you realize all you're ever doing in there is trying to be okay. First, you think about 
what will make you okay, and then you go out and try to make it happen. What does this even mean to try to be okay? For one thing, it means trying to make your thoughts and emotions easier to live with. There are nice ones, and there are not so nice ones. You like the nice ones. That's what you're struggling with. You want your thoughts to be positive, uplifting, and beautiful. The problem is there's an outside world of reality that can come in and cause your thoughts and emotions to be very difficult. That is why life can be overwhelming. This interaction with the world, your thoughts, and your emotions raises some very interesting questions. What are these three things and where do they come from? How much control do you have over them? Why do they sometimes make you feel good and other times make you feel bad? We're going to explore these questions in great detail. When we're through, you'll realize that what really matters is not the thoughts, not the emotions, nor the outside world. What really matters is you in there who is experiencing these things. How are you doing? What we'll see is that you in there are higher than any experience you've ever had. The one who is seeing all this is the most beautiful thing in the whole universe. If you ever find your way back to the seat of self, that's what you're going to discover. This is what Christ taught you, what Buddha taught you, what all the great spiritual masters of every tradition have taught. The kingdom is within you. You in there is a very great being made in the image of God. But to know that, you have to free yourself from all your inner commotion. So that ends that chapter. And you can see how the alignment to what Michael Singer teaches to stress mastery is, well, it's identical. Why? Because it's true. So we go a little bit more scientific, maybe, because I talk about the human being and the essence of being a human being and understanding how the body supports the mind and how this programming goes, but it's the same thing we are teaching that Michael is teaching here in the book. So if you if you look at what he he begins this chapter with, he's talking about how you experience the world. Well, remember, your experience of the world is your reality. And your reality is set by the state you're in. And if you're in the red zone states in the valley, your reality is one of commotion, disruption, worry, overwhelm, sadness, and fear. Because that's the state you're in. Which means in your mind, in there, you're not in control. He's talking, I don't want to get ahead of the book, but he's talking that self is your true self. That's why we name the ego. You are not the identity in your head. And the challenge that we have as human beings is that identity in your head was set for you. And the challenge with that identity, that ego that's in your head that was set for you is the moment the outside world doesn't match the inner programming, you have conflict. The moment the outside world brings in something that doesn't match what should be or should not be, then you have upset. The moment that outside world 
doesn't be in alignment to who you believe you are, you have upset. And when you have that, it always evolves in the head, the cage mind, but it's always felt in the body through the heart. We live our lives through our heart. And if you're living in the valley, in the red zone, your heart is anxious. Your heart is very anxious. It's anxiety. And you're living in fear. And you live stressed out. And you're living in reaction. And you don't like what's going on in there. So like Michael Singer said, what are you trying to do? Find a way to escape. Or as he says, just be okay. You just want to be okay in there. You want to make it okay. And it's who wants to make it okay? The ego does. So the ego kind of tells you, well, if you get this, you'll be happy. If you get rid of that, you'll be happy. If this doesn't happen, you'll be successful. If this happens, you'll be great. You'll be this, you'll be that. And see, all of this is tied to expectation and attachment. Once I get this, then I can be happy. But before I get that, I have to be miserable because I don't have it. You see how the ego's running your life. Ego takes a conflict, which cannot be stopped. And this is, I don't know if Michael gets into this, but this is the absolute fact. The way our brain works, the hierarchy of the brain, we're not going to stop conflict. So anytime there's a disruption, we're going to go into conflict. You don't stop it. And so what you have to learn how to do and what we teach you is you have to allow it to process. But here's the question. Who allows it to process? The ego sure isn't going to, because you know what the ego does with conflict? It creates a distortion. It blows it up. It increases thoughts around it. And when that does, it increases feelings in the body. Now you feel it. This is what he was talking about. You're feeling the emotions. You're feeling this. And so the ego, as it takes this, will also bring others into your life to support your reality to support the conflict, that you're not crazy. Yes, it is wrong that they're doing this too. You're not crazy. Yes, if that, oh, too bad that didn't happen because if it would have, you would have been successful. You're right. You have a right to be sad. You have a right to be upset. You have a right to feel anxious. You have a right to be depressed. So as all these egos come together, which is your tribe supporting this conflict, why do you stay in it? If it makes you miserable, because that's your reality. You have to realize you're in it, but it's not you. And that's what he's talking about in here. When he says the interaction with your world, your thoughts and your emotions raises some very interesting questions. What are these three things and where do they come from? How much do you control do you have over them? Why do they sometimes make you feel good and other times make you feel bad? And the reason is, because the feel-good emotions are also held in attachment. The ego uses both sides of the pendulum. So if you feel good and you meet this person and this person is going to change your life and they make you feel so good and you take that person and you hold that person in attachment and you create expectation around that person, you feel so good around them. You think your life is miraculous until that person doesn't do what you expect them to do and doesn't behave the way you've attached them and how they're supposed to behave. And that same person that you loved so much yesterday, you can hate so much the next day. And the reason that happens 
is because the ego is running your life and your reality. And so what this whole book and what we teach in Stress Mastery is about getting out of that. And, and so what does he say in here? Let me just kind of go back here a little bit. So he says, what really matters is you in there who's experiencing these things. How are you doing? You see, when you when he says that, that's what we call splitting the eyes. And the whole let go technique we teach, step four, stress mastery, is to process this so you will be okay. Because it's not you that's upset. It's your programmed identity that's upset. It's this ego that's upset. And when you can separate the eyes, I have identification ego, I have presence to you. And he says here, the one who's seen all this is the most beautiful thing in the whole universe. That's you. That's your true self. This is live. You live your true self through your purpose, your values, your heart. You don't live it through your head. He says, if you ever find your way back to the seat of self, true self, that's what you're going to discover. That is what Christ taught you, what Buddha taught you, what all the great spiritual masters of every tradition have taught. The kingdom is within you. You in there are very great being made in the image of God. But to know that, you have to free yourself from the inner commotion. The inner commotion and freeing yourself is freeing yourself from the ego, freeing yourself from the programmed identity that was set for you as a child. And that's the whole process of what we teach in Stress Mastery. You see, people keep looking for something outside themselves to change their lives. They're looking for some magic teacher, some magic formula, some magic drug, some magic person that's going to change their life. If you take a criminal and you put them in prison, it will not make them an honest man because you can't change from the outside. You can only change within. And when you realize that, that you can change it, no one else can change it, that's when you begin your climb of your mountain. That's when you begin to self-author your identity. That's when you begin to script a new reality. That's when you can change your routine, change your reality, change your life. Until that, if you don't, you will continue to live in commotion. You will have the same problem year in and year out in different forms. Why? Because you never brought the problem, the conflict to resolution. So the ego uses those conflicts that are brought to resolution and stores them in its programming. It stores it away in its resentment program so it can come back and make you angry tomorrow. It stores it in a regret program so it can activate it so what happened in the past can make you feel sad today. See, the ego is controlling most people's lives. And that's why you see the rise in depression in anxiety. You see the rise in discontentment. Everybody's discontent with life. And it's only because they haven't slowed down. They don't understand why they behave that way. That's the awareness. It's the first step. Why do I behave like this? Why is my life like this? And when you say and answer that question, why is my life like this? You must realize 
you built your reality. The human being is hardwired for behavior. Behavior is dictated by what's held in mind. What's held in mind is the programmed identity. And this identity is what sets your reality. And that reality is held in routine. And everybody had an identity set for them at age 16 in socialized mind, stage three of development. So if you understand that, you can start to do what Michael's talking about in his book. You can start to create that separation and find the true self and start rewriting that script, letting go of that old. And he's going to teach you what these programs are called samskaras. He's going to teach you about that in the book. But everything he's teaching you is what we teach in stress mastery. So where Michael Singer's kind of considered a spiritual teacher, our teachings are practical for the human being because our teachings are built out of the human essence, the biological, social, and spiritual essence of being a human being. Every human being functions and operates exactly the same. And so with that understanding is there is a actual blueprint that you can follow to change. The thing is, you have to follow it. You can't expect that change is going to come from the outside. It's got to come from within. That's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift in the planet. You can join us on this mission by simply like, share, and subscribe. The links are right below in the show notes. As always, until next time, stay inspired.